Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you. And I Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're right here at your feet forever. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be seated at your feet, my God. To worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 My God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for clearing the airways. Thank you, Lord God, for strong internet connection, Father God. We thank you for your word. Be right here at your feet. That's big, right? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. be Seated at your feet to worship at your feet. I'll be right at your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, we bless you, we praise you. We magnify you, we glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll be seated at your feet to worship at your feet. I'll be right here at your feet. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. You are so awesome. You are so mighty. You are so amazing. We love you, Daddy. We love you, Daddy. We love you, Daddy. We love you. 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 We love you, we love you, we love you, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to stay right there at your feet, Father God. We're going to sit ourselves and position ourselves right before you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for you are the one true God. You are supreme. You are King of Kings. You are the great I am. You are Lord above all, Father God. So this morning, we're just going to sit right at your feet and we're going to stay here forever. We're going to position ourselves, Lord God, at your feet. We're going to humble ourselves. We're going to empty ourselves out. We're going to unclog our minds. We're going to open our hearts out to receive you, Lord God. We're going to do less talking and less doing and Focus on who you are, Daddy God. We thank you. We are so grateful for you. We are so grateful you are provider. And we are so grateful you are protector, Lord God. I can just think of 10 things right now to be thankful for. I thank you, Father God, for 
food. I thank you, Father God, for clothing. I thank you for shelter. I thank you for my home. I thank you, Lord God, for gas in my car, Lord God. I thank you for tires on my car. I thank you, Lord God, for just like lights and gas and water. I thank you for the trees and clean air to breathe, Lord God. And I just thank you for health. It's my reasonable portion. I thank you for eyes to see. I thank you that my hands are functioning and working working this morning. I thank you Father God, for my feet to carry me, Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you. My children are safe, Lord God. I thank you for their safety. I thank you, Lord God. Just, Father God, that you've given us strength, Lord God. I thank you for a brand new day and a brand new mercy, Lord God. I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I thank you for money in the bank, in my bank account. I thank you, Father God, that even if I don't have money, that you know how just like you did with Elijah, you know how to get me my needs met, Lord God. I thank you. You're the one that meets my needs, Lord God. I thank you for that. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for the warmth. I thank you for air. I thank you, Father God, for like my washing machine, my dryer, Lord God, my kitchen table, Father God. I just thank you. I 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 bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I can think of 10, 10, at least 10 things to thank you for, Father God. I just thank you, Father God. I'm in my right mind. I thank you for breath in my body, Lord God. I thank you that I can hear, Lord God. I thank you for my teeth. I thank you for my tongue, Lord God. I just thank you, Father God, for clothes to put on, Lord God. I thank you for the hair on my head, for you numbered them and you know them. Lord God, I thank you for your favor. I thank you for how well you love me, even when I don't know how to love myself. I just say thank you, Lord. I thank you, 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 I thank you. I bless you, I praise you, I thank you, Father God for just everything. that I thank you for safety, safety in my neighborhood. I thank you for my neighbors. I thank you, Lord God, that I was protected last night. I thank you for my children and grandchildren were protected last night. I thank you for my future, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, just for Jesus and all that he did for us. And I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for wisdom and knowledge and discernment. I thank you for my phone. I thank you for internet service, Lord God. I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for all things. I thank you, Lord God, for my laptop to be able to serve you and to be able to be used for your glory. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. My body is fully functioning. Every fiber, every tissue, every cell. I thank you for my books. I thank you, Lord God. Thank you for storage. I thank you, Lord God. I just thank you for shoes. I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for protection and provision. I thank you, my God. I thank you for opportunities. I just thank you that you are God. I thank you, you are God. I thank you, you are God. I thank you. I'm not going to take one thing for granted. And if I try to, Holy Spirit, I hope you wake me up. I don't want to complain today. I don't want to focus on what I don't have, Lord God. I am so grateful. I have so much, Lord God, and I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I have so much to be grateful for. I have so much to be thankful for, Lord God. I thank you. 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 I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I bless you. I praise you, Lord God. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My hands are functioning. My God. I remember when I was younger um, and up until I was married, I 
suffered from um, arthritis. Like I had juvenile arthritis and I would have the effects of arthritis um, and I suffered in my hands and I suffered in my knees and I suffered in my feet, like my legs and I would ache so bad. Like I would ache so bad. And so sometimes my hands, it was, it would be hard for me to hold things in my hands or my legs and things would ache so bad. Like sometimes I would ache so bad. And I, I remember when I took the position of healing, right? And I just was like, no, Father God, you know, I didn't even really know what to pray, but I just believed and trusted God for my healing. And I just, I, I, I remember when I experienced it and I was thinking about that the other day, I was like, when's the last time my knees and my hands ached, right? Like when's the last time that my knees and my hands, so I, I'm grateful for my hands. I'm grateful for the functioning of my hands. I'm grateful for that. Like I'm grateful that God, I know God is healer from the time I was 18, 12 or 13. Arthritis would just plague me. I would just hurt. I would just ache and it was unexplainable. So I am just grateful like for my hands. I'm like, Lord, I thank you for my hands and I thank you for my feet and I thank you for my knees, right? Like, I just thank you for that. Like, I just gratitude overflows out of my heart because I know you for healer. I When I was a young girl, I used to have migraine headaches, right? And when I had migraine headaches, my headaches would last for so long. And I'm talking about, I was like six and seven and I used to have headaches all the time but i know god to be healer right i know him to be healer because one day the headaches just stopped and i'm just grateful for, to god for that like i know him to be healer like i know him that i know him to be healer and i'm so grateful for his healing power and for who he is and for his protection and for his wisdom and for his knowledge and how he loves us and how he does what he needs to do for us even when we don't know what to pray, right? Like even when we don't know what to pray. Come on, Jess, come on now. The last time you suffered from seasonal allergies, right? The last time, like sometimes we take health for granted or sometimes we take all the, we're looking for the big tadas. We're looking for everything big. And there are so many things that we can bless and thank him for. There are so many things to be grateful for. Like, I'm just so, so grateful for that. Like, I'm just so grateful for that. I'm like, Lord, look, look how you protect us. Look how you heal us. Look how you take care of us. I'm not suffering from those things anymore. Right? Like, God, I thank you. And I know it's hard sometimes. Like sometimes we don't want to be grateful when we see other people suffering or we don't want to be grateful, but healing will manifest. And sometimes things just take time. Like, I don't know when the last time I've dealt with arthritis. I don't, I don't know when the last time and when I, something tries to, to come up, I'm like, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I am the heal for he was bruised for my iniquities. He was chastised for my peace. And by his stripes, I'm healed and I'm going to work in that and I'm going to receive that healing and I take that healing by faith. So don't just, even if it's been a long time, like if you haven't suffered from something, you haven't been afflicted by something for some time, like just go back to the point of remembrance and just thank God for being a healer and just, just cherish who God is. Like thank him for who he is. Some of you guys have experienced miracle signs and wonders in your life. I, I mean, and just thank you. Like, Lord, we thank you. We thank 
thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Like, we thank you, Father God, for who and what you are. I know, like, mental, like, mentally thank you. We should just be in a position of gratitude. Like, be in a position of gratitude always, Lord. I'm grateful for all my five sons. I'm grateful for all my five grandsons, right? I'm just so grateful. I have so many things to be grateful for. And we can we can focus on negative things and it is so easy, right? It's so easy. It's so easy, right? It's so easy to focus on things that we do not have or to miss the little things, right? Right? Come on, Jackie. Come on now. Come on. Come on. To miss the little things or to miss the things gone. And so you got to let your mind go back to a thankful place and a place of gratitude and a place... I, remember when we didn't have food like I remember one point at one point we didn't have hot water like we were boiling water to take baths and I'm talking about in my adult years not my little kids I remember when we were homeless and we stayed in a homeless shelter like I have shelter and if you'll position yourself and to start thinking of all the worst places that you're in come on now and all the things that God has delivered you from you you will become grateful for where you are like you will be become grateful like I remember when we had like no food like no food like none whatsoever and so I'm like God I thank you for food right I thank you for what's in my refrigerator right now I thank you father God for that I remember that I know what that's like I know what the, I know what it's like to not have enough, right? So it's just a place of gratitude that you have to say, right? You have to say and you have to position yourself and you have to think and you have to just remember in a state of, oh my God, I need to praise you because it's so easy to think about what we don't have when we have so much, right? When we have so much, it's so easy to think about about what we don't have right what we don't have when we are had like when we have so much and we gotta focus ourselves on gratitude and all the things that god has for us make a gratitude list when you feel yourself like you're about to complain or you're about to start talking about what you don't have or you're about to get in a position where you start murmuring and complaining just start thanking God for what you have and focus on that because I promise you, if you put your attention there, there'll be something that shifts in you. It is hard to murmur and complain when gratitude becomes your focus, right? Like gratitude becomes your focus. Some of y'all were supposed to lose your job before COVID-19, like before, and now you're in a position and place where God is providing for you in a season and time when you should not be provided for. Come on now. Like when you not should not be provided for, right? Thank, just remember, just thank you. Come on now. Come on, come on. Just thinking on those things, being homeless before, all of those things. And God will provide. Like God will provide. I remember those times. I remember some of these things not too long ago, right? Things suffering for things that I didn't have. And when I start thinking about all the ways he's delivered me, I dare not complain. 
I dare not complain. I not I dare I dare not complain. I dare not complain on what I think I need. That's big. Like that's big. That's so big. That's so so big. That's so big. So let me share this testimony. Well, let me read this and then I'll share the testimony with you. I want us to pray this morning. I want us to pray. I want us to pray this morning for our own hearts. And I'm going to give you two scriptures that I want you to meditate on, right? I want to give you two scriptures I want to meditate on. And I want us this morning to pray for my heart. Like, right? I see y'all being thankful. Keep being thankful. Keep being thankful. Keep being grateful, right? Keep being thankful, right? Right? Keep being grateful. Keep being thankful. My God, I thank you, right? Healer and provider. I'm just telling you, I have so, I have a long list of what to be thankful for. I have a long list. I do. Like I do. I was in an abusive relationship and it was one point where he could have killed me. Like he could have killed me. But the Lord delivered me from his hands. Like the Lord delivered me. He could have killed me. I could have been out here. There are some things that I did foolishly on my own that I should have been out here. And I know the angels protected me and I know that they shield me. And I just got to be grateful. I just got to be grateful. I just got to focus on that. And I just got to remember how good like how good God is. Like when I start thinking about all the things that God delivered me from, I, when I start thinking about all the things that I'm thankful for, I dare not complain this morning. Like I dare not complain. I dare not complain. I dare not complain. I dare not complain. My God, we'll complain about like our singleness. We'll complain about like what hasn't happened and what hasn't moved. And it's like, no, when you go back and start thinking about it, it's like, no, nah, God, I'm going to celebrate you and I'm going to position myself to just be grateful and I'm going to bless you and I'm going to praise and magnify your name. My God, I thank you. So I want to give you a something. We need to pray. I was praying this morning and as I was praying this morning, right? Um, as I was praying this morning, and, and can I tell you something for those of you so that jealousy doesn't sit in and so that you don't um, become envious of someone else, right? Um, if it hasn't moved for you yet, just begin to thank God for someone else. If, you, if it hasn't moved from you yet, just begin to thank God for something else, right? Just begin to thank God for something else. If it hasn't moved for you yet, don't be jealous of what has happened for someone else. Don't do that. Just begin to thank God for someone else. Thank God for someone else's husband. Thank God for someone else's blessings. Thank God for, for something else that's happening for someone else. Because it's very easy, very easy to get caught up in what God is doing for someone else and envy and jealousy will catch in and you won't and you won't even know it's seeped in because you'll be saying, well, God, why aren't you moving for me? No, when you feel that come in, immediately begin to praise and thank God for somebody else's blessing for somebody else's situation. Because if you begin to do that, if you begin to do that, then what begins to happen next is you'll take your focus off yourself and, and, and you'll 
I can say that. Thank you, Lord. And you'll begin to position yourself for your own blessing because you're not letting murmuring, complaining. You're not letting jealousy. You're not letting fear and you're not letting doubt in. Can we receive that today? Right. And it's, it's so easy to go there. Like it's so easy to go there. It's so easy to go there. So if you feel that coming in, shut that mess down and eventually, immediately begin to praise and thank God for that person's situation, right? That person's job, that person's blessing. And yep, your time is coming and just position yourself in that. Don't be upset when the kingdom gets blessed. Don't be upset when people are getting job and things are getting advancing. God has not forgotten about you. Just position yourself for a blessing through praise. That's a word right there. Position yourself for a blessing through praise. If you do that, God will begin to move on your half because you take you take away from praying selfish, right? You take yourself away from praying selfish, right? You and when you're in position. There, you can't help, but God, God can't help but bless you, right? God can't help but bless you. So get your notes. I need you to stew in this this morning. We got a couple things we need to get through this morning. One of the very first things that I need you to do, we're getting ready to pray for, um, we're getting ready to pray for our own hearts. And I know that sounds strange, but I heard God this morning when he said that we need to pray for our own hearts. We need to ask God, we need to position ourselves before God this morning for him to be able to deal with our own hearts. A lot of times we'll ask God to deal with other people's hearts, or we can find out what's wrong with other people right? We can find out what's wrong with other people. We can, we can pick apart other people. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. And so we need to position ourselves this morning. Thank you for that, Angela. We need to position ourselves this morning for God to do, do, do what he needs to do in our hearts do what he needs to do in our hearts because there are things in our heart that block us. There are things in our heart that confuses us. There are things in our hearts that can be deceptive. And this morning, even when I was on the prayer closet, in the prayer closet, I was just there before God. We were worshiping, we were talking and he showed me something that was in my heart towards someone and I didn't even know it was there. Like I didn't know that was in my heart towards them. And when I began to meditate on it, right? He was like, no, that's in your heart. So I said, Lord, forgive me, right? I'm not a jealous person. I'm not a person. I'm not like that, right? And he showed me that, like he showed me that. And it was so funny. I can say that like it was so funny. It had something to do with an ex, somebody I dated. And God was like, you've had this in your heart for them for a while. And so he, he said that the heart is so deceitful. So I'm going to give you um, some scriptures to, to meditate on so that we can deal with those hidden places in our heart. So that when we receive the word, y'all, this is so powerful. Thank you for this, Lord. So when we receive the word... 
it can be planted. Can we, you, I don't, I can't spend time on the parables of the soil. I've taught on that before. I can't spend time on the parables of the soil, but if we go and spend time in the parables of the soil, you will be able to, you will be able to understand that your heart, you can, the, can be, there's different things going on in your heart. There's different things going on in your heart. And so this morning, as we pray for ourselves, right? Because when we're mad at other people or when we're trying to pick things out in other people, it's easy for us to tell, to say to them where, where, where their heart is or where they have issues or where their mind is or where they caused offense. But it is not easy for us to deal with our heart. And so if, if you'll just take the note, take the scripture, I've got a couple things to give you. And then we're going to pray for our hearts, our own hearts, because we don't want to be deceived anymore. And if we're going to be in divine position, and if we're going to be in divine alignment, and God is going to get the glory out of our lives, then our hearts have to be in position. Our hearts have to be fertile. Our hearts have to be dealt with so that the word even makes sense, sense so that the spirit can take over. Remember, whatever we meditate on gets down in our hearts. And once it's down in our hearts, it becomes our deep-seated belief, deep belief system, even if it's wrong. And we will operate in ways unknowingly, thinking that these ways are truth and the ways are not truth. Like the ways are not truth. And we won't dig deep enough to let the Lord deal with our heart. We won't. We won't. And I cannot be honest. Discernment will show you if you will really let the Lord circumcise your heart. If you let him circumcise your heart, you don't have time ever to try to dissect someone's life. Ever. You don't have time ever to try to figure out what's going on with somebody else. You don't have time ever to pick someone apart. You don't have time ever to be caught up in negative because if you're in a position where you're asking God to deal with right your heart and letting him deal with your heart and letting him carve out the things in your heart, then he will begin to show you things and they will manifest. I told you I was in the, I don't even, I don't even have contact with this person anymore and they flashed before my face. And I saw when they flashed before my face, I was like, Lord, what is this? And he said, there has been a little bit of jealousy in your heart towards their situation. And I was like, my God, you have got to be kidding me. And he brought me back. He said, let me show you this right here. Let me show you what you said about this right here. And I said, I said that. I did say that. He said, correct. So position yourself to receive what God has said. I'm going to give you two scriptures. We're going to pray the word of God. We don't pray carelessly. We're going to pray the word of God over our heart. I'm going to show you this in the word so that our hearts remain pliable so that we can continue to receive the word on a daily basis. Because here's the thing. 
when your heart is hardened or when your heart is not sensitive to God in an area or when your veins or your arteries are clogged or when there's a built up or when the blood is too thick or when one of the chambers are chambers is not working properly, right? When your heart, when all of that is out of alignment, then your spiritual life, your spiritual life is out of alignment somewhere. It is. And I don't care how spiritual you see. I don't care how many gifts are moving. Right? I, I don't care how many gifts are moving. I don't care what prayers you are praying for everyone. I don't care how much you sow. I don't care how much you serve. When your heart is not in the right position, when any, any, and I did a whole teaching on matters of the heart. If you've never seen matters of the heart, go, go to the YouTube channel and watch matters of the heart. I just showed you how things get in our heart. And so you, you got to understand and deal with the things that are in your heart. You got to be okay to say, you know what, Lord, I'm opening my heart up to you today so that you can deal with the issues in my heart because that's where I've been lacking. That's where I've not been in alignment. That's where I've not been seeing you. That's where you've not been in control. And it's so easier. It's way more easy to be deceived than you realize. It's way more easier to be deceived than you realize. And you won't even realize the things coming out of you that you think are natural and that you think are normal and they're not. They're not. And so this morning, God is going to circumcise our heart. <laughs> he is. He's going to dig into the deep things in our heart. And we're going to focus on two scriptures. And we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the deceitful places in our heart, the things that we've been meditating on that are not his laws, the things that have been pure, lovely, and of not good report, right? So the very first scripture that the Lord gave me is Jeremiah 17 and 9. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it can you see that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it your heart will deceive you into thinking something is a reality and a truth and it is not 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 your heart can be so deceptive and we will think that we have our hearts turned towards the Lord and our heart is not turned towards the Lord. Or we may only have our hearts turned toward the Lord in particular areas, or we may only be allowing so much stuff. Can I tell you an example? Can I tell, like, can I tell you an example? If God is giving you revelation in the word of something and you're not walking in that, then your heart is not pliable in that area because if I understand that God hates sin and I've gotten revelation that God hates sin and I love God so much and my heart is divinely connected to his, then, then I'm going to be least likely to do that. I'm not going to have a desire to do that. I'm not going to have a desire to gossip. I cannot desire, like I'm not going to desire that anymore. And the reason that I'm not going to desire that anymore is because I, my heart is turned towards God. So when the word comes in, I get revelation of the word. Lord, I didn't know I was going to talk about access today. So I guess we're learning to giving God access to our heart. And so I'm, I'm going to stand in the fact. So if Jeremiah 17, 9 says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, who can know it? Then I've got to be careful that whatever's in my heart is not deceiving me. 
whatever, whatever's in my heart is not deceiving me. Whatever's in my heart is not leading me. My, whatever is in my heart, like whatever is in my heart. Right. And so when I'm, I'm meditating on this, when I'm opening myself up to this, I'm saying, Lord, show me the wicked and deceitful places in my heart, not in anybody else's. Show me the wicked and deceitful places in my heart. Like in my heart, David said in Psalms 51, create in me a clean heart, renew a steadfast spirit in me, O Lord. So I need you to show me the deceitful places. I need you to show me the things in me that I've been chewing on, meditating on, that do not align with your word, that have absolutely nothing to do with you. Because what I don't want any longer, I don't want my heart to deceive me. I don't want my heart to keep me from loving. I don't want my heart to keep me from sharing. I don't want my heart to keep me from caring. I don't want to, I don't want my, I don't want to be led wrongly by my heart. I don't want my heart to lead my emotions if my heart is being deceitful, if there are some deceitful places, if I have not opened up my heart to receive you, Lord God, I don't want that in. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And the only way, Michael, that you're going to discover that is in the secret place, right? And it's so, le it's so easy for it to deceive you when whatever. So go back and say, what have I been meditating on? that has gotten in my heart that could be deceiving my heart. And if my heart is not, if my thoughts have not been pure, come on, and you know your heart, you know your thoughts ain't always pure. If my thoughts are not pure, if my thoughts are not lovely, if my thoughts are not good report, right? If I'm not thinking and just meditating on good things and the word of God morning and night, right? Then at some point, something deceitful has gotten into my mind, which gets down into my soul, which affects my heart. And it's blocking things in my spirit. And the Lord is like, I'm coming to perform heart surgery today. Like I'm trying to pluck and pull those things out. And if you'll let me, if you'll sit and position yourself and meditate and chew on this today and ask me, don't focus on anything else, right? Right? That, that, that's, don't focus on anything else, right? It's, I got to focus on what's in my heart. So I got to do that. I got to, I got to let him do that. And so let me give you the next scripture we're meditating on. And I'm going to read it in two different versions. This is Ezekiel 36. And this is the, we're going to start in the 25th verse, right? This is the 25th verse. And I love this because um, it's just so much going on in this chapter. And this chapter is talking about restoration for Israel. And I, when I was reading this chapter, I'm like, Lord, this chapter is showing this is restoration for Israel. And he said, and he was like, no, this is the restoration that like, this is what I desire to give you as well. This is what I desire to give you as well, right? And so I'm trying to do it. So I'm going to back up to the 22nd verse. I'm going to start at Ezekiel 22nd. And it says, therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. Whoo. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. I'm bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I'm doing it to protect my holy name on which you brought shame while you were scattered among the nations. I will show how holy my great name is, the name on which you brought shame among the nations. And when I reveal my holiness 
through you. Can somebody say God desires to reveal his holiness through you? When I reveal my holiness through you, that's good, Paula, me too. When I reveal my holiness through you, before their very eyes, says the sovereign Lord, then the nations will know that I am the Lord. When I reveal my holiness through you, then the nations will know that I am the Lord. For I will gather you up from all the nations and bring you home again to your land. My God, this is so rich. My God, this is so rich. This is so rich. I will bring you home to again to your land. The 20 verse says that I will sprinkle clean water on you. And you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. You will no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. And I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. So Father God, thank you for giving us a new heart, putting a new spirit in us and taking out our stony, stubborn heart. Lord God, reveal to us the places in which we've been stubborn. Lord, let us be tender. Let us be responsive. I want to read this in the Amplified version as well. Y'all know I love the Amplified version. I'm totally in love with it. So I need to read it to you in the Amplified version because the Amplified version gives us the original context of the Greek and Hebrew. It says, therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, it is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I'm about to act but for my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations you, where you went. I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned among them, then the nations. And when it says profane, it's like we, I'm, I'm supposed to be a child of God, but I'm acting profanely. I'm, I'm profanity, perverse speech, thoughts, deeds, action. I'm acting profanely. He says, I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned among them. Then the nations will know without any doubt that I am Lord, right? That I am Lord. That's what it's going to, that's what it's going to know. And then it says, when I prove myself, come on now, when I prove myself, right? I'm looking at profane. I have to know things right? Characterized by irreverence or contempt for God, right? Or sacred principles or things, irreligious, not acting according to God, profane, profanity, right? Marked by contempt, contempt of the word of God, not showing reverence to the word of God, not showing reverence to who God is, that's what profane means. Come on, profane, profanity, outside the will of God, perversing the things of God, supposing to be children of God, but acting in the profane things and not in reverence to God's word. Jesus, oh, Jesus, then the nations will know without any doubt that I am Lord, says the Lord God, when I prove myself holy among you in their sight. 
For I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your uncleanliness and from all your idols. What has been an idol? What have I made an idol? Is my phone an idol? Are my relationships an idol? Is my money an idol? What have I made an idol? What am I holding on to? How have I defamed your character? How have I been acting outside your character, God? How have I not been in your flow? How have I not been in your wisdom? How have I not been in your knowledge? How have I not been in your discernment? It says, then I will speak clean water on you. And you, how have I not been patient? And I, you, And you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your uncleanness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my ordinances and do them. You will live in the land that I gave your fathers and you will be my people and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanness and I will call for the grain and make it abundant and I will not bring famine to you. And if you keep breathing. He just talks about all the benefits of what's going to happen after he cleanses us. And so for me, you cannot hear a word like that and not respond to it and say, you know what, Lord, go on and clean me up. Anything in my heart, Lord God, that does not align with your will, that does not align with your purpose, that is not giving you glory, anything in my life, I'm opening myself. Some of y'all just need to get up on the table, like spiritually see yourself, lay up on the operating table, open your arms up, open your chest up, Lord, search the deep things in my heart, search the places in my heart. Show me where I have harbored unforgiveness. Show me where I have idols, Lord God. Show me where I have been profane and not giving you glory. Father God, check me in the music that I've been listening to. If I've been listening to music and it's not giving you glory, Father, please forgive me. Check me in the things that I've been watching, Father God, that I've been giving permission to, that I've been saying it's okay and it's really not okay with you, Lord God. Check me in those places. Check me in the things that I've been reading. If the things that I've been reading do not give you glory, my God, check me in those things. If I've been signing out and saying it's okay, check me, Father God, in the conversations that I've been having. If I have been gossiping, if I have been complaining, if I have not been grateful, Lord God, search my heart in those things, Lord God. Church, check me in the perverse things. If I've been meditating on sexual immorality, if I've been giving over to my flesh, Lord God, if I've been meditating on things that do not bring you glory, Lord God, check me on those things, Lord God. If I've been harboring ill will and motives towards people, Lord God, if I've been backbiting, Lord God, if I've been dogging out the president, Lord God, check me in those things, Lord God. Whatever has been not according to your commandments, Lord God. If I've been lustful, Lord God, if I've been giving over fleshly desires, Father God, if I've been giving, giving over to idols, whatever it is, check me, Lord 
God, check me, check me, check me, check me, check me. If I have been idle, if I have been wasting time, Lord God, if I have been brash, if my mouth has not been edifying, Lord God, if it has not been glorifying, Lord God, check me, check my motives right now, Father God. Search the deep places in my heart, Lord God. My God, if I've been rooted in pride, if I've been exalting myself, if I've been exalting myself, if I've been exalting my looks, if I've been exalting my accomplishments, if I've been talking about just how good I am, my God, if I've been exalting myself, check me, Lord God. Check me, check me, check me. If I haven't been walking according to your purpose, according to your plan, Lord God, if I've been choosing my own path, if I haven't been discerning the things of God, if I've been grieving the Holy Spirit, check me this morning, Lord God. Check me this, Lord if I've been vain in repetitions, Lord God, if I've not been in my position and my place in the kingdom, check me this morning, Lord God. Like, check me. Reveal those things to me, Lord God. Reveal to me my stony heart, Lord God. Give me a heart of flesh, Lord God. My God, I check me today, Lord God. My God, my God, check me, Lord God. Any place, anything that is out of alignment, I give you permission, Father God. If I've been harsh, if I've been coarse, if I've not been tender, if I've not been sensitive, Lord God, if I've been immoral, Lord God, if I've been contentious, if I've been in strife, if I've been in lewdness, Lord God, if pride has been leading my decisions, Lord God, if I've been slothful, Lord God, if I've been in hatred, Lord God, check my heart this morning, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Search the deep chambers of my heart. Leave, um, expose everything, Lord God. Leave nothing unturned, Lord God. If forgiveness has unforgiveness has been my root issue, search the deep places of my heart. My God. If pride has been, search the deep places of my heart. My God. God, my God, do not let me be given over to diverse temptations, Lord God. If there is a truth that in that is in me that is not your truth, my God, if I haven't been a tither and a giver and I've been lying, saying I don't have enough just because I didn't trust you with my finances, Lord God, just because I, I canceled out that part of your word because I didn't want to receive it, Lord God, just deal with my heart this morning. Some of you haven't been tithing because you've been saying you don't have enough and God says you have more than enough. You just won't trust me. You won't trust me with your finances. So you withhold the tithe. You withhold the time, still asking me to bless you. And I just just come out of the mess and come in alignment and agreement that you have more than enough. I desire to bless you. I desire to keep you. I desire to cover you. I desire to protect you. It is kingdom. The enemy has been lying to you. And that has been a hardened place in your heart. And the Lord is saying, don't be hardened towards me with your money. It's not for people. It's for kingdom, says the Lord. Lord God, I'll trust you in my finances. I'll trust you in my relationships. I'll trust you with my children. I'll trust you. My God, I give this ministry over to you. It does not belong to me. These are your people. This is your call. I give it all over to you, Lord God. Every relationship, my parent, every, I give every relationship, my business, I give it over. That does not belong to me. That does not belong to me. I give it all over. I forgive me for any time I thought it was mine. 
My God, forgive me anytime. Pluck the things out of our heart. Pull them out of our heart, Lord God. Pull them out of our heart. Pluck them out of our heart. My God, I thank you. Forgive me, Father. Forgive me. Forgive me for withholding my life from you, myself from you, my service. My God, circumcise my heart today, Lord God. Deal with the profane things in my heart. Deal with the lustful places. Deal with the things that I've been justifying. My God, deal with the things that I've been justifying. My God, deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it right now. Deal with it. 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 For wherever I haven't trusted you, my God, for the places I haven't trusted you for my marriage. For those of you that have had a grieving heart over your marriage. Because your marriage has been some strange places. If you will begin to just trust God for your marriage. Do not handle your marriage any longer in your own strength, says the Lord. I got you if you'll trust me with your marriage. If today you'll turn, you've been holding that marriage in your heart. God said today, if you'll turn that marriage over to me, if you'll release that marriage, if you'll pluck up all the, if you'll just pluck it up, if you'll just pull all the grievance all the things that you've been holding about your marriage, all the things that have been in your heart, all the things that you've been still, God is saying, if you'll just pluck it out and give it to me today, your marriage will not grieve you any longer. Like your marriage is not going to grieve you any longer. If you'll just give that to God, if you'll trust that, if you'll trust God with that, if you'll trust God with that, my God, if you'll trust God, if you'll give him your marriage today, my God, I heard the Lord say that I'll take the grief from your heart. I'll take the brokenness from your heart. I'll give you the peace that passes all understanding. My God, if you'll just let me heal your heart for your marriage. My God, if you'll just let me heal your heart for your marriage. I promise you this. I promise you this. I promise you this. I'll do this for you, said the Lord. I'll do this for you, said the Lord. I'll do this for you, said the Lord. I just want to heal your heart for your marriage. You need me to even your broken marriages, even your divorce, even your bad breakups. I just need to heal your heart. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. You are such a sovereign God. I felt that release, dear Lord. I thank you for healing all the broken places in our hearts. I felt that release, Lord God. I thank you for that, my God. Mm. Even for your wayward children, the Lord said. Even for your wayward children, if you take that by faith and receive that by faith, and receive that in your heart for yourself. This was very personal this morning. You had to deal with yourself so that you could have a fertile heart. So you could have a fertile heart. So you could re so you could have a fertile heart so that your heart could be fertile. 
right? Some of you have been stagnant, I hear you, Lord, and not producing at the capacity that you were so, you're supposed to be producing. And it's because things have been in your heart and they've been blocking you and keeping you from being the producer that you need to produce and producing in the capacity in which you need to produce. And God is like, I got to go pull all that up. I got to go pluck all that up. I got to go pull. God is like, I got to pull. Some of you are not. It's been just because things have been blocked in your heart. Because those things have been blocked in your heart. They've been keeping you from producing the way you need to produce. Your acceleration. Your motivation. Your all of that. Your the, the, the depression. All of that has been tied to what's been going on in your heart. And if you will just receive this from the Lord today, if you will take this by faith, if you will meditate on the scriptures, you might have to continue to meditate on this day and night. If you will, if you will meditate on this day and night, if you will meditate on this day and night, I promise you, I promise you, if you'll take this by faith and meditate on this word day and night, if you'll begin to pray this for your heart, if you'll begin to pray this for your own heart, if you'll pray Ephesians 1, 15, 17, and if you just ask God to open the eyes of your understanding, if you will begin to chew on this and just chew on this and just chew on this, he'll begin to tear down the walls. He'll begin to pull up the thorns. He'll begin to deal with you. If you'll meditate, if you'll commit that I'm going to commit my heart to you today, oh God, and I'm going to receive the instructions and wisdom from, for, from the woman of God. And I'm going to chew on this for myself. And I'm going to let you reveal anything and everything to me. And I'm going to let you wash out everything, everything that needs to be washed out. I'm going to let you pull it. I'm not going to resist you. And we're going to do this, Lord God, until my heart becomes a heart of flesh. Until your heart becomes a heart of flesh. If you'll take my instructions today, they're just instructions from the Lord. If you really want a pliable heart, if you want to really accelerate, if you really want to advance, if you want to grow more in grace, if you really want to see, the re this is why you've been cycling back. It's because the things that have been in your heart, if you will take this by faith today, if you'll commit to your own spiritual development if you'll chew on this daily, if you know you have a place, if God revealed to you at any point on this devotional, anything wicked in your heart, anything, if you'll chew on this, if you'll pray this over yourself daily, Lord, give me a heart of flesh. Lord God, remove to me a stony heart. Show me the idols that have been in my heart. Show me the things that are idle in my place. If you'll shape yourself in this, I promise you, I promise you, God will begin to do something so significant for you in your life because what you're asking him to do is, Lord, align your will. Align my will for your life. Align my will for your life. Like align, align my will for your life. If you'll do that for me. If you'll do that with him, if you'll do that for God, he'll begin to do something supernatural. If you'll put your focus on praying that for yourself, God will begin to do something. Your heart will become fertile. Your, your heart will become pliable. You will become a producer like never, ever before. 
You'll become a producer. You'll begin to produce in the spirit realm. You'll begin to walk into greater purpose. The only reason you haven't been, the blockage has been in your heart. Like the heart, the block is, you've been meditating on too many other things. You've been all over the place. And what you really need God to do is let God begin to deal with your heart. Let God begin to give you a vision for what he's saying. Let God begin to, and the blockages and all of those things will begin to be removed, right? Your health is going to improve. I'm just telling you, let God deal with your heart today. Take these scriptures, meditate on them. Ask the Lord, don't, don't feel ashamed when God brings up something that you've been meditating on. Don't feel ashamed when God says you've been insecure. Don't feel ashamed when God says you've been prideful. The devil wants you to feel shame because if he can shackle you in shame, then you won't go before God before like you need to. Remember, God said, David is a man after my own heart. And the reason that God said, David is a man after my own heart, right? And David is a man after my own heart. The reason he said that was because David kept his heart towards God, even when he was broken, even when he was shameful, even when he was lusting after Bathsheba, even when he had Uriah killed, right? God, David still, like still, still, David kept his face. He stayed in God's face. He kept his face before God. My God, this was so good today. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you. This was so, so good today. This was so, so good today. I pray you receive this anointing today. I pray you sow into this anointing today. My God, I pray, I pray that, that you sow into this anointing today, that you understand the grace for God's life. My God, my God, he did something so significant for us today. And I hope you receive this by faith today. And I hope you something, this is the strategy. This is, this is the wisdom that you've been needing for God to deal with your heart so you can become a fertile producer for God. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I th I'm going to sow into this today. I'm like, my God, I thank you for this. I'm going to sow into somebody else's life today. Like this is so powerful. Expect a relief. Expect to see God. Expect to see God. And I'm, I mean, I'm just telling you, this was all God. And if you will receive the fullness of this, God will begin to do uh, a, a work in you. That hour ran, it ran. I looked up and it was an hour. Like I looked up and it was an hour. Like I looked up and it was an hour. Like my God, that was all God today. And let him work on your heart. Now, if you have never accepted Jesus Christ, that's where you start. Jesus is where you start. That's the access. So you're going to you're going to accept Jesus right now. If you if you want God to help you in your heart, you're going to accept Jesus right now. You're going to make a decision. You know what? Jesus Christ, I'm going to I'm I'm a sinner. That's what you're going to do first. I'm going to acknowledge that I'm a sinner. And then I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And I want a pliable heart. I want this kind of heart that Lakeisha was talking about. Lord, I want that heart in my life. I don't want to be callous. I don't want to be sinful. And then I'm going to accept you as Lord and Savior. I'm going to make you Lord and Savior. And I'm going to confess that out my mouth. And you're going to walk in that day. And Frida, I prayed for you today. I heard your prayer. I received your prayer. I apologize for not responding to the email. But I receive your prayer today. Lord God, I thank you. And I just pray. Just, I, I just thank you. I just, 
I just heal and feel it in my spirit. Just sow into this anointing today. Sow into this anointing. Share this word of God. Receive this word of God by faith. I'm grateful for what God is doing through this ministry. I'm grateful for what I hear him saying. I'm grateful so that we can become fertile producers for the kingdom in Jesus' name. Lord God, I love you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I receive that. I receive that by faith, Paula. I receive that. I receive that. I receive that by faith. I receive that. I receive that. I receive that because I know it's necessary. Don't be shameful. The Lord keeps hearing me. I keep hearing God say that. Do not be shameful when he reveals to you the, the brokenness. Don't, don't be ashamed. Receive it. Write it down. Ask him to cleanse it from it. And God is going to do the rest. I Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.